showcase your expertise and what you do and what you know, because that's really where jobs get created. Take that approach of what industries jive with your passion. I would say persistence and consistency, that the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Do you want to be the absolute best candidate for a job you'll love in a career with balance? Veteran leadership career catalyst Jonathan Flax is teaming up with leading executive search professionals to provide you with cutting-edge career transition strategies. Welcome to Career Transition Experts. And now, here's your host, Jonathan Flax. It is with great pleasure I get to introduce my new friend, Liz Capance, a friend of a friend. We both know a prior guest on the program, Gary Ireland, who is a really smart uh, employment attorney. But we're here to focus on Liz Capance, who is the founder and president of EBC Associates, a global search and consulting strategy firm based in New York. She's been uh, baking this uh, for 14 and a half years now. And Liz is, you know, fair to describe Liz as a search consultant and a referral networking guru who provides career advisory services and curates bringing people together for win-win outcomes. Welcome, Liz. Thanks for being part of the program. Great. Thank you, Jonathan. Great to be here. My pleasure. Um, Did I miss anything in your introduction? Uh, I think you uh, covered the the main, uh, yeah, main points there. So all good. Very good. And what's one thing that if listeners stay for this episode, they're going to get from our conversation with you? Yeah, it's how to uh, connect with with people, whether you're a job seeker or a business owner. So making connections, that that real deep dive into networking and your networking uh, uh, organization, um, uh, uh, Erudites, am I saying it right? The Erudites Networking Group? Exactly. Correct. Yep. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, let's start with, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about when you're working with candidates. Most of the listeners here are executive or management level candidates. Some are, uh, you know, C-level candidates looking to make a a smooth and effective career change. What's the first thing that you look to, you know, to engage with them about uh, since we're talking about making connections? What's the first way you make that connection? Yeah, so uh, it's it's really focused on on them and uh, really hearing their story and their uh, transition uh, throughout their career uh, and how they got to be uh, where they are today, uh, understanding that uh, trajectory and uh, also helping them to get clarification on where they're looking to go. So, as you're doing that, what are you listening for, and what is the advice you give them as you're preparing to? build that relationship? Yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, listening to, uh, you know, the progression, the, the passion in what they're doing. Uh, sometimes these executives may have had uh, a couple of different industry, uh, you know, experiences, uh, or sometimes they may have uh, pivoted entirely. Um, so, so just e- hearing how they got to uh, from one point to another, you know, oftentimes, Jonathan, I find that in life and in, in your career, uh, the jobs kind of f- find you, <clears throat> in essence, in uh, sometimes you set out to thinking, I want to do this X, Y, and Z, and then other opportunities that lead you down a different path. So um, so it's always interesting to be to hear that uh, perspective and understand that candidate's story. Hearing the story and the, and the, the path a candidate has taken is 
probably what every interviewer will do, whether it's an executive search professional like you or a hiring manager. What are some of the nuances that you uh, can share about how you go about it? And maybe we say it this way, that what a candidate needs to be prepared for when they're answering that question. Yeah. So I will uh, dig into more behavioral-based questions in my assessment. Uh, It's uh, more of understanding certain projects that they've led or certain uh, clients that they've won and uh, understanding more broadly um, the scope of their work in those situations. Uh, So it's um, digging into uh, those those type of questions. Jonathan, it, it also covers, uh, of course, compensation expectations, but when you get a broader uh, understanding of, of the role and projects that they've worked on and the outcomes of those, it gives you a better uh, overall understanding of their skill set. Mm, got it. You, know, you, you mentioned in our, you know, as we prepared to, to interview today, that um, a very important subject that candidates need to understand is how to brand and market themselves. What does that mean for, yeah. for you? Yeah, so so branding, we, we hear about it uh, all over uh, today, especially LinkedIn is uh, how to brand yourself. And oftentimes when you're with a corporate uh, role uh, with a company, it's, it's, it's harder in some cases to brand yourself outside of the company. Uh, there might be guidelines the company may not want you to, uh, to share, uh, but essentially it's, it's very important to have that brand uh, story for yourself and showcase your expertise and what you do and what you know, because that's really where jobs get created um, because people remember you uh, based on your expertise and really positioning yourself as a thought leader. So it's really imperative to do that. The second part of that is that the whole world of work now, we've shifted, uh, as you probably know, to this uh, you know, gig or interim project-based uh, work environment that will be here, uh, you know, for the long term. The gig economy, where a lot of people are consulting opportunities in between roles, and sometimes they get caught up in them, and sometimes they build a portfolio of them. And one client is so excited because he started a business based on that. Yeah. Um, How does that impact their own branding, and what's your view on how do they, you said it's important, but how do you recommend someone build a personal brand? Yeah, great question. So uh, it's it's really again just sharing your knowledge and your expertise, and uh, you know, of course, LinkedIn is is a very powerful uh, platform. That's really the place to to start that that branding. Who you are, uh, you know, as a person, uh, what you do, your expertise, your knowledge. Uh, that's where your branding will come about. Uh, people will remember you. Uh, businesses, you want to attract uh, businesses and people to you, especially if you're in transition or thinking about that next move. And so when you build your brand, people remember, you know, oh, yes, Jonathan does this or, you know, he does that. So it'll it'll be where the, the job ideas are created or you can get referred to a specific role. So super important mm-hmm. to start to to do that if you're not doing that already. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, connecting as we started to before. Um, You know, how you differentiate yourself so candidates want to work with you. uh, And, you know, you brought up this idea of connecting and networking. Tell me your uh, suggested approach to 
building relationships based on referral networking, you know, how you do that in the world of landing job offers. Yep. So great question. So I, uh, for me, it's all about the relationship. Uh, it's, uh, um, you know, hiring, recruiting, talent acquisition, it tends to be somewhat of a transactional process, but I differentiate myself and have worked with candidates and, and, and help them find new positions three or four times over the course of their career. Through my networking group, we're able to provide uh, many resources uh, for the candidate, depending on what juncture that they're at. And so if we don't have an exact match for you today, here's some other resources we can help you uh, today, whether it's a uh, resume rewrite, uh, whether it's with uh, the branding piece, um, leveraging LinkedIn, um, we do mock interview prep with our candidates. Uh, and then we also do the referral networking, uh, which is a big, a big part of finding those uh, hidden jobs. Uh, so, so it's, it's a more sort of a holistic approach, um, you know, to, to the search process. Interesting. Liz, say a little more about the hidden job market and your specialty around networking. Yeah, thank you. So uh, it really starts first with the individual in uh, getting clarification on what it is that they want. Uh, and then uh, at that point, uh, having a very laser focused approach uh, to their, uh, their job search and, and taking a more strategic uh, point of view. So not looking at this as a job search, but as a you know, what, what is the business and what are the drivers about a particular business or an industry that are attracting you to this, whether it's health and wellness or technology or uh, financial services. But when you take that approach of what industries jive with your passion and then target those and uh, for informational interviews or getting referrals about upcoming uh, roles, it, it's it, when you find that passion, Jonathan, it's a game changer. So I really, uh, I, you know, start with that bigger picture of, you know, what, what, you know, what gets you excited? What, what's, uh, you know, what, what makes you, uh, you know, like what you do? And, mm. and, and I know many times people end up in these dead end jobs that they, they don't like, but then they don't take the action to go and change that. So uh, taking that sort of bigger picture, uh, you know, approach of what industries or what uh, businesses out there are, uh, you know, really resonate with you. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like when you ask those questions, you really help people clarify and express their passions. How do you then help them find the right people to make those referrals? And well, I know that probably on some level contradicts your role as an executive search professional. You want to find them the role. Right. But I, I know, and so you can leave this also if you want to say a little more about the Erudites group. But tell me a little bit more about your unique approach to amping up or enhancing a candidate's skill and effectiveness of having their networking yield opportunities. Mm, yeah, so great question. So it's, it's uh, my philosophy is give to receive and bring value to that conversation. And that's also tied into the whole branding piece of uh, mm. who you are what you know, what your knowledge is. But when you combine all of that in your approach and, uh, you know, whether it's, again, informational interviews or through a referral source, uh, it's, it's where those conversations generate, uh, you know, new jobs or jobs are created or maybe they're thinking of, of hiring someone with this skill set. 
the the uh, the positive thing right now, and of course we're we're nothing like we were in 2019, but there's a ton of innovation out there, and there's a lot happening that, in many ways, is it's an opportune time for job seekers to, uh, with the right focus and the right approach, to uncover and almost create jobs where companies are thinking of hiring someone with their expertise. So we're in a in a very unusual market right now. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Really useful. Really great, Liz. I want to ask a couple of questions. We're going to do sort of uh, short answers now so we can get some good nuggets in with the time we have left. Okay. Set in our preparation, and one of the important challenges candidates need to be better prepared for is rejection. How do they do that? Yes. So one uh, quick tip that I would have is when you go into the interview is to have the mindset and take the pressure off of that interview. So go into it with not having as, as high expectations so that you can lessen that stress when you go into to that situation. Uh, what we advise, like yeah. if be the one that's going to get this job or the next one. Yes. Don't pull your weight on like, I need this job because it comes across as, uh, as desperate. But what about rejection? Like there are times when people... Find yeah. companies go radio silent or they aren't the one for that job. How do you recommend they prepare or deal with that? Yes. So that's that's one in a million types of opportunities that said no to you. Uh, so so think, you know, that have that mentality. It's just one no in, in a whole sea of potential yeses. Very and uh, the other recommendation I would have, Jonathan, as as through the referral and the networking, whether it's uh you know, informal interview conversation or formal, the more you do this through that network, it, it gives more confidence uh, for that formal interview. Do you see what I'm saying? When you're, when you're chatting about someone and you're or with someone about what you do and your expertise, you're gaining that confidence. So the more you can get into that networking piece, it really sets you up to be able to deal with the reject, potential rejection of a formal interview because you're you have more confidence. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or yeah. Idea the the wider your network, the wider your safety net, like your net network, yes. right? The, yeah. The calmer you could be about every each situation because there's yeah. really builds confidence that there are so many more. Yeah, it's a really good message, Liz. Yeah. Um, and what just one thing I wanted to add to that. So and, and also when when you're the more you can talk about what you do, uh it it's um if you get a no from a more informal situation, it, you, you're you're better handled that rejection because you're like, okay, let me move on to the next one. So it just, it builds yeah. that resiliency. Yeah. Resilience. Yeah. Very good, Liz. That's very useful. Um, what about how people ought to interact with recruiters? Like what's a really important tip on that? Yeah. So great question. I would say consistency and persistency. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I will get job seekers that will call up and apologize for calling me. Um, don't apologize. You know, uh, it's uh, maybe some people don't use the phone as much as I do. I always use the phone. I'll always give you a call back, uh, build that relationship again, um, you know, help you out on the referral networking if we don't have a, a job match. But uh, I would say persistence and consistency that the squeaky yeah. wheel gets the oil. Yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. A lot of uh, recruiters have agreed on this program that it's really important for candidates to stay in touch with recruiters that they're working with, respond quickly when they hear from a recruiter, 
and find the way that that recruiter works best. So for you, it's making a quick call every once in a while and yeah. knowing the rhythm to do that. Really, really good. Yeah. Or an email. I like to ask my guests, what's your favorite musical artist? Yeah, I, I was I was saying to you, I'm not a huge music buff, but I mean, I love the, I mean, the Beatles is one of my all-time uh, favorites. And I had right. an opportunity, Jonathan, uh, I was back in, I think, 2017 or 18, I saw uh, Paul McCartney here at the Garden, and it was the most amazing yeah. Uh, yeah. concert I've, I've, I've ever seen. He's just unbelievable. Great. I've been on a deep Beatles kick recently. I have a friend who does a program uh, it was live, now it's on Zoom, where they take a deep dive onto a particular album. They split apart the musical tracks, but they also talk about the politics, the relationship with, between the members, the relationship between the managers, the uh, rivalry with the Beach Boys, all kinds of really uh, interesting nuggets Boys, around yeah. any particular period of a, of an album. The last one I saw was Magical Mystery Tour, oh, which nice. was a great album, but a, tr- a tremendous flop as a film. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a number of causes. What's one cause you are most uh, dear, near and dear to your heart that your Erudite Networking Group supports? So I would say uh, we're really involved with People's Prep, uh, which is a charter school based in Newark. And we are in the uh, planning stages. Fingers crossed, Jonathan, that we can have this uh, event in uh, this summer uh to uh support them they're looking to purchase the new school so we're excited about uh doing that we also have a if you play golf we have a a golf outing coming up may 13th and um if you uh are interested or know of anyone we'll be sponsoring that also through the group so okay great yes i mean i just played a a couple of i played 18 holes yesterday and didn't do so so badly Okay, you're in. I uh, I'll recruit you in. <laughs> you can make Thank it. You. Anything else you want to leave us with? You know, I would say just some of the basic, uh, you know, fundamentals of life when you're in job search is you know work hard, stay focused, uh, do the right thing, and and go after what you want and have the confidence to to do that. Is uh, and you can you can achieve anything when you you know put those in place. So that would be my my two cents. Yeah, it's great. Your passion is coming through to encourage people to follow their passion. That would be a game changer, as you and I spoke about before. Thank you very much for being our guest, Liz. We hope to speak to you soon. Bye for now. Yeah, thank you so much, Jonathan. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to the Career Transition Experts. We hope you got something of value and would love to hear from you on what you did learn and how this episode made a difference. If you'd like to contact or reach our guests, take a look at the show notes And you can also find there a link where we will send you a free copy of our resume preparation checklist. If there's anything we can do to help you fulfill your vision and make that transition smoothly, contact us. We are here for you. Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you again soon. Bye for now.